Society has a lot to say about what men are and what they should be. But what does God say about all of this? The Rock Podcast with Dennis is a place where discussions arise about fatherhood, the struggles of manhood, living a life of integrity, character building, which are all based off of biblical principles for practical application. So sit back and experience 30 minutes of The Rock Podcast with Dennis. Real talk with real men. Hey, this is Dennis with the Rock Podcast coming at you once again. Yes, yes. I'm just in here, y'all. I'm in here. Like the young, young, young boys say, I'm in here. I'm in here. Welcome back to another episode. I wanted to wanted to finish up the series that I've been doing uh called Why Satan Hates Marriage. Why Satan Hates Marriage. And the third installment of this one is uh I talked about just a recap. Uh, I talked about how um, three reasons why the the Lord told me three reasons why uh, Satan hates marriage. Number one reason is, according to Ephesians Ephesians 5.25, how Jesus is to the church, uh, how he tends to the church and how he takes care of the church. And it was saying that a husband should should be like that. Excuse me. The husband husband should be like that towards his wife. Um, And then the second one being um, the power of agreement. Uh, two are better together, you know, uh, and, and uh, three, four course, not easy, bro- broken. And I talked about the power of agreement, you know, we talked about that. And so uh, how and the enemy doesn't want a man and a woman to come together married and come into a power of agreement. And because um, the Bible says one could put a thousand to flight, but two can put 10,000 to flight. I think that's Deuteronomy 32, 30, I believe. So you got two together. You can't stop a part of the power of agreement and the power the dynamite power, the dunamis power that uh, a man and a woman has together in, in marriage. So the third one, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to talk about um, the third installment, talking about godly offspring, godly offspring. We're going we're gonna to dig a little deep in this one. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to dig a little deep because this is near dear to my heart. So godly offspring, the reason why Satan hates marriage, because... When you got a man and a woman who's married and they get together and they have a baby, they put forth godly offspring. I'm talking about a godly man, godly woman get together and say, hey, we want to have kids and they get together, and have godly offspring, you know? And so um, the one, one thing, one thing that Satan was trying to do when he killed Jesus, he was trying to kill not only Jesus, but he was trying to kill his legacy and kill his effect he was trying to kill his effect. He's trying to kill his 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 uh his ministry, but he's trying to kill his effect. What I mean effect is he's trying to kill his his impact. But see, what he did was he propelled Jesus' impact by killing them because the Bible says, uh, I want to say that's in Colossians 2. It said, I think I'm I'm just, I'm just misquoting it, but I'm I'm gonna paraphrase, but it said, had they not had they not crucified, had they not uh, known, they wouldn't. They wouldn't crucified the Lord of Glory, and so in other words, they didn't know what they were meant. They say they know what he was doing. He just wanted to kill every. You know, he just wanted to kill everybody, kill his disciples, kill off, and then kill off Jesus. You can kill off his legacy. You can kill off his impact. You can kill off his influence, and so that's what he tried to do. But in Jesus doing his influence, he actually poured and and, and gave forth so many 
of his spiritual offspring through his disciples. And so we are a representation, you know, when you're saved and you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Um, one thing it does is it put it it puts you in a position to bring forth godly offspring. I'm gonna read a scripture. And he told what he told Adam and Eve, he told them, he said, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me. It says, Let us let us make man in our image. After our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the, the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So and it says like this in verse 27, it says, so God created man in his own image and in the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. There you go. God blessed him and said, no, watch this. Excuse me. <clears throat> he said this. Hey, man, you, you on this podcast, you're going to hear me cough. You're going to hear me. Hear me sneeze, but um, um, this is a real and authentic podcast. But in verse 28, it says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. So not only did he say be fruitful, he said be multiply. He said, he said multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And he says, then God says, see, I have given you every plant yielding seed, which is the one on the face of all earth and every seed which has fruit yielding seed. And that should be food for you. So he's telling them, basically, I've given everything you ever wanted to, to, you know, for you to benefit from. But the thing I want us to key in is verse 28, where it says God blessed them and said. So he blessed them. So so let's 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 go back. When you get married, you get married. To, you know, man and woman get married and they do it. They do it before God. God blesses that union. And I want to say this. That's why you can't you can't bless the same sex situation because God's not going to bless that. I'm going to let that sit there because you can't bless a man with a man, woman, a woman. You can't call that love when God is love and God's not in it. So he can't bless something that's. That's 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 against that's that's against his word or something that's sin filled. As much as I love you and I'm always love you and, I, and I'm, I'm always uh, I'm always address this. You cannot be blessed if you are in a same sex uh, couple situation. You can't be blessed. Now, you may get the you may get the effects or the benefits of being of, of, of being blessed, the residuals, because God's trying to get you pull more to him. But you're not going to totally benefit from it because anything that's sin filled, it's going to be it's going to bring forth death type situations. And I'm not saying you're going to hell, but if you keep rejecting what what Jesus did at the cross and you reject what the Bible says, then you're going to get death results. You're going to get the, the results of failure and things like that. And I'm not saying you. Everybody fell in something, but you're not gonna benefit. You're not you're not gonna reap the true benefits of what true godly marriage is, and that's a, that's between a man and a woman. You can't you can't manufacture that. You can't make it up. You can't you can't change it to 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 fit your truth. The truth is the word. That's for somebody. But he said God blessed them, and he said, "Be fruitful and multiply, then replenish the earth." And subdue it. So he said, not only I want you to not only replenish this earth, but I want you to I want you to be I want you I want you to be fruitful. I want you to multiply, have as many babies as you can have as many babies as you can. But it said it said replenish the earth. Then he says he says what he said. He said right here, he said and subdue it. That means take authority over that thing. He says subdue it, make it yours. 
rule over the fish, rule, walk, walk, in, walk in dominion. Because the thing is, when you get married, we are supposed to make little godly offspring and bring them up in the admonition and training of the Lord. And I'm going to talk about children on this. Talk about children. I'm going to tell you something. Um, people want children. They want to have kids. But it's cute. <laughs> it's cute. It's men. It's fathers. Uh, we try to do our best to, to raise our kids and to, and to do the right thing by our kids. But the thing is, when, you, when you're raising your kids, you know, you want them to really get it. You want them to really, really get it. You want them to really, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> you want them to really get what you're trying to say. Excuse me. <clears throat> you want them to really get what you're saying. And you want them to really, um, you know, what you what, what God has given you. To, you, want them, you want them to get what God has put in you to give them. I've learned some, I've learned so much about being a father over the last, I say over the last four years. And um, and you and you go in and, and you can also look in our book. Me and my wife wrote a book together called Kingdom Homes and we got different seasons. And I should get that book right now, but it's just too far away for me to reach for it. Um, I got to reach all on the table. But I'm not going to go there. But what I was going to say is when you when you are um, when you are, um, you know, raising your kids, it's different it's seasons of life that you're raising your kids. And I'm just going to make it simple is, you know. You, you have them, you, you're blessed by them, but the true work begins when they're, when they're born. Well, they're born when you're in the belly, but when they come out of that belly, you did, the work begins because that child is going to look at everything you do. They're going to, they're going to follow your example, what you do. They're going to watch you. They're going to, they're sponges. They're going to take in everything you say, but it, it, become, it comes, it comes a point that that child has to learn on their own. And that's how I had to learn about my kids is that they knew the Jesus that I talk about. They know the Jesus that I often talk about and, 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 and tell them stories about it. And, you know, but the thing is, it becomes a thing when they experience God for themselves. It becomes a thing when God truly manifests in their life and show them who they really are. So we got to realize, we got to realize that, and I, and I had to realize this as I was, you know, raising my boys, raising my, my baby girl and my boys, I had to realize that they're real people. They're real people. And I'm going to go to a scripture on that. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter six, Ephesians chapter six, Ephesians chapter six. Put some Bible on that. One thing about this podcast, you're going to hear the word. The word is truth and the word is it is. So I'm going to turn to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. It says, children, obey your parents, parents in the Lord, for this is right. And it says, honor your, your father and mother. Now watch this. Two things that comes with a promise. It says, which is the first, the which is the first commandment with a promise. So God is telling you that. This comes with a promise. This this is this is a this is a done deal. This is a sealed deal. And it says, so that it, now, now two things. This is the first commandment. Two things out of the first commandment. It says, so that it may be well with you and you may live long. 
So it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. Those are the two things that happens when you are raising your children. You want to teach them how to honor, but it talks, it tells, it tells them honor your father and mother. But he said, God's telling you this first commandment is a promise. I'm telling you, if you don't do this, that you're not going to live well and you're not going to do well, but it comes with a promise. You know what I'm saying? And so um, then verse, verse four, it's also is directed to us as fathers. Father, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. I'm going to stay right there. So so you may you may be asking me, you may be asking me, what does it have to do with you being fruitful? With you being fruitful, you're putting in the work to have the child and you're multiplying them. But being fruitful is them them manifesting or increasing what you put in the 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 the, the very the very word and the ammunition and the discipline and the love they're being fruitful with what you put in them and so like i said like i told you the last four years has been a has been a a, a change a change for me because we had to learn how to raise a, raise a teenage boy and that's my oldest boy you know and i had to learn how to be a father all over again my wife had to be learn how to be a mother all over again and we had to to not just be black and white about this but we had to be we had to be gray in a lot of areas now i will i will admit i've always been kind of black and white about a lot of things but i had to hone myself in the area and say hey this is this is this is a person that they're a real person they got their own thoughts one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to be a helicopter parent let me tell you what helicopter parenting is Helicopter parent is is hovering around every little thing they do and don't allow them to make decisions. Now, decisions you see, you may see them doing something. You'd be like, oh, man, you are going the wrong way. And we've been there many times with our kids. We say, don't do that. We see that coming. They don't listen. They have to learn by running to the wall and learning. You know what? I got to learn how it is to make, you got, you got to give, you got to make, they have to be able to make decisions because think about it. When you were a kid or, you know, just a regular, when you're a kid, you made, you made a lot of silly mistakes, but at the same time as an adult, you made decisions that you're like, man, why'd I do that? You might've wasted money on something or lost money on the stock. I'm lost money on the bad, getting a bad, getting a car. You might've, you might've, you might've did something, but you learn from your mistakes. One thing about it is life is, is, is you know, life is a, is a teacher. It's life experiences is, is, your, is one of your best teachers and how you learn is through experiences. And so you have to lot, let your child walk out their experiences. Even even God lets us walk out our experiences. Even God let Jesus walk in the desert 40 days, 40 nights so he can find out who he really was when he was tempted by the devil. He knew who he was, but when but he knew he knew humanly who he was and he walked through that desert. And he knew about who was father, what his father, who his father, what his father was. He knew his mission, but at the same time, he had to go through that in order to find go. Because the Bible says immediately after that, I think in Mark four, after that, it says he came out in the power of the spirit. That means he got infused with something when he went through something to get what he needed to get. He said he went immediately, but they said before that they said the angels ministered to him. But he went out of that and he was able to preach in the power of the spirit. Because why? Because he had to go through something to get to something. And that's what our that's what our, our kids got to do. You got to put you you have to allow them to grow it, their way, so they may be able to make decisions, so they can be fruitful, multiply. And I will admit it. I will tell you, man. I didn't have a revelation um, 
about four or five years ago. I was I was like, you my 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 way of <laughs> our kids learn, knowing this, get it, receive it, and you you pray over them. You 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 make you read the word to them, and you that's it. But no man, rather than having that mentality of do as I say do, don't do as I do. No, it's it. Now you're saying do as I do, and let me sh not only do as I do, but let me show you how to do it by walking with them patiently. You're not gonna agree with everything what your kids do. Let me get me let that sit right there. You cannot control them, dictate to them. You 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 are called to influence them and to love them, even in their mistake. You're there to love them. It doesn't matter what they go out and there and do. You are there to love them because Jesus loves us where we at. I thank God He saved me from all almost joining the nation of Islam. You know, and end up you know and joining the nation of Islam. It didn't know didn't know who Jesus was, and I'm not downing you know any other religions. I'm just saying the truth of the, the truth of the matter is Jesus is alive and almost went another way, but God came and saved my life. But I'm saying you know being fruitful, multiplying, being fruitful, multiplying. Satan hates the fact that when a man and a woman get together and, and a man and a woman who's married doing it his way in the kingdom way, they come together and they bring forth fruit. Now, I'm going to say this and I hope I don't, I don't, I hope I don't, I don't offend anybody when I say this. If you ever notice, if you ever notice, it is so it is it, it's, it's more single mothers out there than it is men married to a woman. You know, you got some single fathers out there, but you got some single mothers out there and they 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 don't know where the father's at. They don't know. You know, they 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 the father's not paying child support or or whatever. And it's primarily in the African-American community. We make about 12, 13 percent. But a lot of our our women are dealing with single motherhood. And that's that's a that's a travesty. And so um, the thing I the thing I want to the, the point I'm trying to make is. God said, let us make man in our image. And he brought man and woman together. And I'm going to tell you this, woman, before you even step out and say, I'm grown and I can do what I want to do. And you don't listen to your parents or you don't listen to your friends. Sit back and think about the future that God has for you. He has a man for you. He has a godly man for you waiting for you. And he's God's preparing that man for you so he can be who God wants to be in your life. Cause who, if, if God sends, if God sends that man to you, look, watch this. I'm talking to my ladies. I know my ladies that listen to this, but if God sends you that man, then God's going to make sure he's equipped to take care of you. It may not look the way you look, but exactly what you need, man, that woman may not be the kind of woman you date, but if God sends her to you, when God sends a woman to you, Man, she's everything you need and more. You know what I mean? She's not perfect, but she'll be just the right fit for you. And don't look at the outward appearance. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying you're not supposed to be attracted to a woman, but look at the heart more than more, more so than look. Because more so than the look, because the look can fade away, drag, sag. You know, I'm just being honest. But you got a woman with a good heart. Oh man, you, that's an, that's irreplaceable. That's an eternally blessed blessing when you have a woman that loves God. She loves you and she loves you because she wants to honor you because she honored God first. She want to honor you because daddy's telling her to honor you. You know what I mean? And so when you come together and you be, you're fruitful multiplying with that woman, you know what I'm saying? I love the fact that I have kids with my wife. You know, we supposed to have five. We lost, you know, we, 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 two went, two was in heaven. We ain't losing two was in heaven because my wife had a miscarriage twice, but I got three wonderful kids that I'm extremely proud of. Man, are they perfect? No. 
Do they get on your nerves sometimes? Yes. Do they get you to stress out sometimes? Yes, because you love them so much you want them to get it. But at the same time, you got to allow them to walk out what God has. You, you, you got to let them walk out all that God has for them because they have to see God in the details. They have to see God in the experiences. God is going to give them their their experience. And because all of us think about it, the way we got saved is through experience is we had to go through some things in order to find out God is there. You know what I'm saying? And in and, and, and my next podcast, I'm going to talk about this is the last installment of this, but I'm going to I'm going to actually give you I'm, I'm actually going to tell you more of my story. I'm going to go over deeper in my story. Um, I did a book called Broken Sun, that, as you all know. Thank you. Thank you for your um, for your thank you for your um, you know support on that. But I'm going to dig a little deep with my testimony and personally how I've you know dealt with things in my life. I'm going to call I'm going to go. Uh, I'm gonna, it's going to talk. It's, it's called Dennis's testimony. I'm going to go a little deep with my my dad and and how it really affected me because i, I kind of surfaced over you know that stuff that i said in the book but i'm gonna kind of talk but i'm gonna talk about how it really affected me okay so anyway being fruitful multiply when you when you're fruitful multiplying man it brings it puts forth so many it, it brings it brings it brings the kingdom of darkness at its knees because you're 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 bringing forth fruit to little little jesus's to people who you know to young you know your your, your godly offspring you're bringing them together for the benefit of learning God. And then when they learn God, they're going to be a force against the enemy because the enemy does not want you to multiply and and bring and, and, and shower and, and swarm the earth with your kids because you got some mighty godly seed. Don't give up on your son. Don't give up on your daughter. The, you know, I had a friend of mine. Uh, he ministered to me. My, shout out to my, you know who you are. Um, he, he ministered to me about his about uh, about she'll being a father and i was um just being transparent i was you know i was not feeling so good as a, as a father because one thing about it man when you're raising kids man parenting is not parenting is not for the faint at heart it's not for the weak you know and it it, it, it's, it takes and i you know i wish somebody would have gave me a textbook on this thing but raising kids is was i could say one of the hardest things we ever done but man you know um they're your harvest man they're they're your harvest. They are. You got to make decisions. You got to do things. I got to make decisions as a man, you know, as a father. If I don't agree with it, I have to you have to I have to discipline you because of the decision you made. As long as they're on my roof, I'm going to discipline them. As long as they're on the roof, I'm going to tell them the truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat. And, and they, they don't see nobody. They don't they're not looking at a perfect man. But I am I am consistent, you know, and I'm going to tell them the truth. So, um. You know, one thing about it, you you being a parent, you're not perfect. You know, just because you 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 know you your kid is wayward or doing something, that doesn't take away from who who God made you to be. It's not taking away from you being their father or their mother. It don't take away none of that. It has nothing to do with how you raise your kids. Your kids has to make their own decision. They got to walk their own path. You're there to support them, but you want them to walk out the path that that God has for them, even if it's the wrong way. You got to let them walk it out because now if it's detrimental, you want to pull them back and tell them, hey, but if they if they don't listen and they walk their way, then you they got to learn. But you're just praying for the mercy of God to rescue them and have them see this is not the right way to go. You're just praying. That's why the Bible says train the crowd the way they should go. And when they grow old, they will not depart from it. And so when you when you when you're when you when you when they don't depart, when they don't depart from what you told them, then that's a blessing. But they have to be fruitful in their own right 
in order to say that God is real. And that's what I want my kids. I don't want them to be robotic and say, well, God is real because dad said, I want them to say God is real because I know in my heart through the experience of knowing him with a, through a relationship through Jesus Christ, then he's, he's, he's real. Excuse the dog barking. Sorry about that. That's my dog, Rocky. Okay. So, um, what's the, I was gonna go to another scripture. Um, Okay, I was gonna. I, I, oh yeah, let me go to Psalm 127, and then we're gonna wrap this up. Psalm 127. This is a scripture I read over my kids every Monday. I read this over them every Monday. Um, I read. I, I read this. I read this. I read this over them every Monday. So give me one second. Okay. So it says right here, and I read this over there every, every Monday for the week. It says, "Look, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. As arrows are." are as arrows in the hand of a mighty warrior, so do the children, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has the equivalent full of them. He should not be ashamed when he speaks with the enemies in the gate. Now that word speak, you know, if you look it up, it means to subdue. It means to 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 uh to take authority, you know, basically. And so they won't they won't be ashamed because the, the gate represents, you know, your 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 line and and your bloodline and everything and, and, and them protecting your name and stuff. And so, but it says children are a gift of the Lord. You got to look at their gift from God. I was reading a book. Um, I thought it was, I thought, I think it's an awesome book. It's called the intentional father by John Tyson. I can't get through this book. I just can't get through it. But the part that I did read about the intentional father, it talked about, you know, how some people just say, I just can't, you know, they got, I can't, I can't wait for the kid to leave my house and my son get 18. I want him to be gone, man. You know, that mentality is not going to get you the fruit that you need. The mentality you need to be taking is like, what can I do? The intentional father looks at that son and says, what is his purpose and how am I supposed to play a part in it? And making sure he gets to his purpose to make sure that he's fruitful, to make sure he learns the thing he needs to learn. So when he leave my house, I want him to be equipped. What am I going to equip him with? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying, I'm trying to equip my, my kids with things before they leave the house. Because I don't want them to go ill-equipped. Now, I'm not going to be able to equip them fully, but I can equip them with foundation. And I was talking to one of my, my, my partners. And one thing he said was, he said, he said, you got to let your kids go. Because he said, God dealt with him. You got to let your kids go. Let them go. Because you got to trust. You got to lay, lay them at, at the master's feet, Jesus' feet. Because you got to believe that when they're out there, they're going to tap into the foundation that you set for them. And so that's what I'm believing God for. My, when you when you're doing your when you are when you're when you're having your kids and you're raising them up, they 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 two and three years old. They are looking at everything. They look up to you. They 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 hanging on every word you say. They calling you daddy, and they just all over the place. They turn. They start turning eight and nine. They 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 start they start kind of questioning a little bit, but still like dad. You know, dad is right about everything. But when they start turning 13, 14, 15 years old, they start telling you, dad, I don't know. I don't think you're right. Let me go back. Oops, excuse me. I don't think you're right, but let me go fact check you by looking at Google. <laughs> I've had that happen to me. Let me go fact check you. Let me go. I don't think you're right, Dad. I don't, let me go check this out. Dad, I don't think that's right. You know, or I don't believe what you say. Don't take it personal. They're trying to find out things for themselves. They're trying to. They are trying to. Um, they they're trying to. They 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 truth seeking. So they're trying to find out about the truth on their own. They, like I said, they know that they know the things that you've told them, but they have to find out for themselves. It has to become a thing when they find out, you know. And so they 13, 15, 16, 17 years old, they start looking at that. But then when they get when they get grown, they start becoming, they start turning 17, 18, 19 years old, and then life kick them in their tail 
Dad, you were right about that. Yeah, you were, you were right. But the thing is, it has to become a thing in them in order for it to become a revelation so they can walk it out and it can become real to them. That's what that's what that's what, you know, that's why it says uh, the the fruit of her hand, the fruit of the womb is his is a, is a reward. It's arrows on the hand is arrows are in the hand of a mighty warrior. So the children of our youth, it says that arrows in the, in, a, in the mighty warrior's hand. So what you do, you make and I think I heard in this book, you're you're you know, heard in this book, it said you make a dent where you're sent. So they arrows, you're pulling out arrows and pull and sending them out to the world. And so they can get what they got to get through that arrow and they're making a dent where they're sent. Because why? Because the foundation you set as a, as a, as a father, as a mother, you know, as a father for them and fathers, you are important. Don't ever think that you're not important. Even if you're not, if you're co-parenting, you stay in that kid's life. That kid's need, that kid needs to see their father. And this, this one last point. Um, I think I was reading a story about Leonardo DiCaprio and this blessed me. Leonardo DiCaprio had a solid relationship with his father. You know what his father did when the mother, when Leonardo DiCaprio's mother and father got a divorce, his father purposely moved, moved next door to, to uh, Leonardo and his mom. So the father can still be in the, be, be in Leonardo DiCaprio's life. So he wouldn't lose uh, having a father there. They still co-parented, even though they were divorced, they moved like in two two separate houses, but he still was in Leonardo's life to see. And you know Leonardo DiCaprio, he's the bomb. He he's a bomb. But I'm telling you, you see a difference in young men when they have a father in their life. I'm talking about an intentional father, a father who knows the gifting, knows what that boy's called to do, and they can be fruitful and put pour into that young man and be now now I will tell you, they gonna act like it. You're gonna sometimes you're gonna feel like they're not getting it. But they're getting it, man. They looking at you, they're watching you. And as you do that, they seeing the fruit on your life. They seeing your light. They seeing your example. Your example. They see you fall. They see you stumble. They see you cry. But they see you get back up. They you want your kids to see you get back up. You and you want your kids to see your flaws. Let them see your flaws. Jesus showed showed the people his scars. Let them see your scars too. So you may so they so they may see the hum, that you're human, and they see that you get back up. So you may so they may see the how a godly man walks out the the purpose and plan of God's life. Be fruitful, multiply. But again, that's why Satan hates marriage, because you impact the kingdom for God. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to, to Dennis, <laughs> the Rob Podcast with Dennis. Thank you for your support. And I look forward to hearing from you, with him, to talking to you again and giving you more wisdom on God's word. Have a good night. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this last episode of the Rock Podcast with Dennis. Real Talk with Real Men. Would you like to stay connected with Dennis? Here are his social handles. IG, it is DC3Rising, and Facebook, Dennis Crawford III. We hope that you've enjoyed yourself and that you will be back. God bless.